We've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. It was all started by a mouse. Oh, boy. Here we go. Are you kidding me? Out of the gates? This is not happening. By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig. Homer, you are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. My name is David Dollar. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I always appreciate you listening. I always appreciate you downloading, subscribing, and all that good stuff. So uh, it's been a it's been a it's been a hot summer so far. It is hot outside, and it is hot at Disney World. It's hot all over. So I hope you guys are keeping cool. I hope you had a great July Fourth holiday weekend. Uh, I know it was kind of a long weekend from Thursday to Sunday. So I hope everybody still has their fingers. Uh, I hope everybody still has everything intact and nothing burned down on your end. And I hope everything was great for you guys. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we've had a few longer episodes. I know we've gone over an hour in the several episodes, including uh, the last two episodes, which was a which were basically a two-part conversation with uh, Skywalking Through Neverland, Rich and Sarah. Two great conversations, by the way, for those two. And so I hope that you go back and listen to those. We had to break up the interview into two different episodes because it was just so much stuff. I couldn't edit. I went through it, and I thought, well, what can I take? out? What can I get rid of? And I couldn't. It was just too much great stuff. So I left it all in there, split it up into two parts. So I hope you guys go back and listen to that. Of course, we had on Matt and Susie from the Imagineers podcast a few weeks ago. We also had on uh, my good friend Jennifer Kaufman, um, you know, the delightful life Jennifer Kaufman. She was on about Animal Kingdom. So we've had some great stuff coming up uh, in the last few weeks. We've got some great stuff coming up in the next few weeks. I'll have some new guests on. We'll talk about some new stuff. But today... It's going to be just a news show, and I know you guys, uh, for podcasts, there are some people out there, myself included, who have no problem listening to podcasts that are an hour, hour and a half, two hours. I have I have personally a handful of podcasts I listen to, five or six, pretty much daily. Some of them are about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, and some go hour and a half to two hours, and that's kind of daily. I just listen to them all during the day when I'm working and things like that. And, and so I do know, however, that there are people who just need a podcast to listen to on their commute on their run, on their exercise, or whatever it is they're doing for about 20 to 30 minutes, and that's going to be today's show. So we're going to hop in some news real quick. Matter of fact, let's do that right now. Well, howdy, folks. Let's gather around. Here's some Disney news from around these parts and around the world. I have a list here of news stories. We're going to start over here at Epcot, where the Takumi Tai restaurant has now opened in the Japan Pavilion. Now, I don't know that that's the proper pronunciation. I'm going to say Takumi Tai. I could be completely wrong. It's not meant as a joke. I'm not trying to make fun if if I'm mispronouncing it. I do apologize. Somebody can correct me later. But Takumi Tai has five dining rooms for reflecting the natural elements of water, wood, earth, stone, and washi paper. Uh, There is a chef table experience in the water room, and some diners can select a multi-course prefix menu. Um, It's a signature restaurant, so they do have a dress code. You cannot wear T-shirts. Casual shorts, cutoffs, tank tops, flip-flops, swimsuits, and cover-ups, they will actually not let you in, and they discourage that. So basically make sure you dress appropriately for the signature restaurant. Open for dinner at 4 p.m. daily. No news on lunch. I don't believe there's a lunch available, and I'm pretty sure there is no breakfast available at this Japanese restaurant. Over in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot, reservations are available now by calling the restaurant directly. And uh, July 16th, we can do it via 
Disney's website. And of course, I would love to help you take care of your reservations. Let's move over now to Hollywood Studios, where the March of the First Order is now complete. Before, you would actually see Captain Phasma walking uh, through the park, followed by a legion of stormtroopers. They would come through a couple of times a day with the Imperial March playing, and she would come through. They would interact with some guests, but it was like a stormtrooper parade. It happened a couple of days, a couple of times during the day for several years now. July 7th, which was a couple of days ago, was the final performance, the final walkthrough of Captain Phasma and the First Order Stormtroopers. If I had to guess, my own personal guess is that they will appear again in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge with kind of the same kind of march, the same kind of, of walk through could be wrong but that's a guess also over in hollywood studios star wars galaxy's edge previews will begin for top tier annual pass holders they've announced that top tier annual pass holders which are platinum platinum plus and premier pass holders will have the opportunity to register for a preview of star wars galaxy's edge on select dates and times in august at hollywood studios they will start emailing invitations with a link to register to pass holders who will qualify for this so if you're a pass holder platinum platinum plus premier pass holder you should be getting an email sometime in the next few weeks if you haven't i probably would contact disney to say hey where is my email now, if you are a pass holder and you're eligible and you get signed in, you got your pass and you're ready to go, and you have somebody who wants to go with you, somebody you want to bring with you, maybe they couldn't get registered, maybe the site crashed, not that Disney's website would ever crash, hey, uh, but maybe they couldn't get through or maybe they just forgot to sign up or whatever, and you're thinking, hey, I'll just bring you with me. That guest must also have a valid Platinum, Platinum Plus, or Premier Annual Pass, and they have to be listed on your family and friends list, and you have to share the whole all my plans part. You have to make sure they're, they're under the all my plans with you part. Uh, call Disney IT if you have questions about that. If you go to My Disney Experience, there is a phone number there to dial to say, hey, how can I get this person eligible to bring with me in for the AP preview for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Let's take you now over to Animal Kingdom, and the Up! A Great Bird Adventure will be reworked this fall. Back in 2018, Animal Kingdom changed up its Flights of Wonder show, which I loved, to a show that actually included the characters from Up, which was Russell and uh, Doug and uh, sometimes Kevin running around there as well. They wanted it to be more IP-friendly. They figured, hey, let's bring Pixar into it. People are going to love it. These changes, however, have not been very popular with guests, so they're going to rework the show again. Uh, the changes uh, will make the show close from September 8th to September 14th. A reopening will be planned for September 15th. I'll be honest with you, I would love for them to take the up characters out of this completely and go back to a show that, kind of what it was. I love Flights of Wonder. I thought it was a great show. It was a hidden gem. A lot of people didn't know about it. A lot of people didn't go see it. But uh, it was pretty fantastic, and they changed it, and I've seen this new show, and for somebody who's never seen Flights of Wonder... You might think, oh, it's a pretty good show. The Flights of Wonder was so much better. It was just more focused on the birds. It wasn't focused on characters. It wasn't focused on Pixar or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. I love Up. I love those characters. I love meeting them in the parks and such. I just don't think they were good in the show. So I'm hoping we go back to the original kind of thing. Let's take it now over to Magic Kingdom. The iconic Tomorrowland sign has been removed from Magic Kingdom. Now, as you're walking from the hub to Magic Kingdom and you're walking through Stitch's Great Escape, or what was Stitch's Great Escape, is on your left. Over on your right is the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. You come under this big banner that says Tomorrowland. It's all lit up in neon and everything. Well, guests came in uh, a day or so ago, and it's all gone. It's all been removed. And apparently, they're going to be putting in a brand new Tomorrowland marquee. We don't know exactly what that looks like, but it should kind of uh, be more of a throwback to uh, kind of a redesign, basically, for what Tomorrowland should have been. So we'll see about what happens with that. 
They've also installed futuristic new bottle refill stations at Cosmic Rays, which is really, really cool. Uh, and they have some of these around around the parks in various places. Not a whole lot of places, but basically they have water bottle refilling stations. One place I know of in particular, and they may have changed it, but it was there the last time I was there, in the Navi, Navi River Journey queue at Animal Kingdom. Go through the queue, and they have bottle refill stations where you can refill your bottles right there, which is which is awesome. And so uh, I'm hoping they kind of do that all over the parks where you can just walk up and refill your water bottle. And it kind of eliminates the need for plastic bottles, single-use plastic bottles. Like you buy a Dasani water bottle, you drink it, you throw it away because there's nowhere to fill it up because you don't necessarily want to go to the water fountain. So uh, I'm hoping that this will help, you know, help uh, – curb some of the some of the excess and some of the waste of those bottles so the bridge is going to remain open open while the marquee is missing um otherwise we'll we'll see what happens with tomorrowland sign Let's take you out and about now uh, around the Walt Disney World theme park new buses have rolled out for Walt Disney World. So they have new exteriors on the Sensational Six. That's what they're calling them. Now, previously, I believe it was the Fab Five. It was Mickey, Minnie, Donald, uh, Goofy, and Pluto. Well, now Daisy has been included in this, so they've called it now the Sensational Six. The buses have uh, basically those characters plastered on it. You'll have a mini bus or a mini uh, Mickey bus or a Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto buses all over. They're upgrading their transportation all throughout the parks, with including the gondolas, which we've talked about a lot. Uh, some of the monorails are starting to be redesigned, which is really cool. I've seen some of the new monorail designs and it's kind of the same design but they're refurbishing and they're updating and they're reupholstering and they're adding new features and it just it just looks better now the buses themselves will have will have usb ports available on some of the buses which is pretty fantastic uh because usb is something that i think disney is very very slacking in i know one of the big things about pop century redesign and of course some of the other hotels that have been redesigned but i've really noticed this at pop century is you walk into the room and there are plugs and usb ports everywhere probably in six or seven different locations around the room where you can plug in your i your ipad uh your iphone your, your phone whatever you you can charge whatever device you need to and i think they recognized that this needed to happen for the hotel rooms because previously in other rooms there are like two or three plugs all over the rooms, and you can't. It's hard to get to sometimes. I've had to move beds out of the way. Uh, I usually unplug the the alarm clock because who uses an alarm clock anymore? I use my phone, so unplug the alarm clock to plug the phone in. And so, you know, I'm hoping that the USB ports are going to be prevalent now through throughout the parks. They're putting them on the buses, and I think I've heard they're going to put them on the monorails. I could be wrong about that, but I think that will be awesome as well. Now, you may have heard that the Grand Destino Tower has opened over at Coronado Springs, and I have not been there yet. It just had a grand opening a day or so ago, and I think it was a media preview a few days ago. But the 16-floor Grand Destino Tower adding 400 and I'm sorry, adding 545 rooms to Coronado Springs. Destino is not its own resort. It is a part of Coronado Springs. So now the total room count to add to Coronado Springs, somewhere around 23 to 2,400 rooms. The building itself, Grand Destino, is named for the 2003 Disney animated short Destino, which began as a 1946 collaboration between Walt Disney and Salvador Dali. Salvador Dali and Walt were pretty, pretty good buds back in the 40s, and so they did some stuff together. A Disney legend, John Hinch, kind of storyboarded the project, and Walt Disney's nephew, Roy E. Disney, revived the project during Fantasia 2000. And if I can try to find it, I will put a link to that particular short, to the YouTube short. I will put a link to YouTube where you can watch this, uh, watch this on YouTube. I'll put that in the show notes as well. The top floor has Toledo, which is tapas, steak, and seafood table restaurant which serves exactly those things tapas steak and seafood uh the rooms are kind of a modern style wooden accents and warm colors i'm getting this off theme park 
if you go there, you'll see the, the article. I'm kind of reading off of some of that. They have 50 suites available amongst the new rooms as well, and it looks beautiful. It looks absolutely gorgeous. It's a brand new tower, and everybody loves new rooms because everything hopefully works. I'm, I'm hoping to get there sometime this summer, sometime late fall. We'll see, but the Grand Decino Tower is now open. And you might recognize that tune. Fun news announced yesterday. Out of the blue, Christina Aguilera has been declared a Disney legend. The former Mouseketeer, although I, I guess maybe it's like being a Goonie. Once you're a Goonie, you're a Goonie forever. She's a Mouseketeer. Of course, she was also the voice behind the song Reflection from Mulan. Uh, pop singer, pop extraordinaire. She's a diva. Um, Christina Aguilera came out about the same time Britney Spears did, and I really kind of feel like it was a, a modern-day... Tiffany Debbie Gibson thing or a you know even I guess around that time a NSYNC Backstreet Boy thing you had to pick Britney Christina I was kind of team Christina don't know but Christina Aguilera is going to be named a Disney legend so she will be joining people like Bette Midler Robert Downey Jr. Hans Zimmer and a few others as uh, as Disney legends from here on out uh, a little sad news here for you. Cameron Boyce who was 20 years old as he did a Disney Channel staple was in the TV show Jesse and has been all in the very popular Descendants movies. He was Cruella de Vil's son, Carlos, on all the Descendants films. And uh, he has passed away. He's uh, Apparently he had some medical issues going on. I don't know the full story, but we knew, knew it was a medical thing, and he is, he is gone. Now, I'd never watched the Descendants. I've never seen the movies, nor have I ever watched Jesse on Disney Channel. I'm not a big Disney Channel person. I'm kind of, my kid is not really there for Disney Channel that age, and I'm kind of not on the Disney Channel, uh, Disney Channel bandwagon. But I do know the kid from uh, from Grown Ups. He was in the Adam Sandler film, Grown Ups 1 and Grown Ups 2. Uh, I'm sure he's been in some other things as well, but that's where I know him. So very sad. So much, uh, m- many thoughts to his family. Uh, condolences as well to the family. Now, as you may have heard, there was a kind of a, a brouhaha, uh, a little, little kerfuffle on Twitter and on social media amongst Diz Twitter and such because there was an African-American young lady cast as Ariel. And, of course, we know that Ariel is white with red hair, as all mermaids are. Correct? Not really. <laughs> but, you know, Twitter is the place to go when there's controversy because everybody is very nice and pleasant. No, there's been a lot of back and forth about whether uh, Ariel should be true to the true to the form of the cartoon. Uh, people are... Happy about Halle uh, Bailey being cast as well. I don't know much about Halle Bailey. I'm looking forward to the movie, as I mentioned last week. But Disney owns a channel called Freeform. Freeform is a, a young adult television network with a lot of, I guess, young adult shows on there, uh, tween shows and, and uh, young adult shows. They put out a, a post that kind of addressed it, which is really, I mean, for lack of a better term, to kind of use the hip term that some of you youngsters use, Disney's just clapping back. And this is what they had to say here. I'm not going to read the whole post, but I will read from some of it. Um, for the sake of argument, let's say that Ariel is Danish. Danish mermaids can be black because Danish people can be black. Ariel can sneak up to the surface at any time with her pal Scuttle and Jamaican crab Sebastian, keep that bronze base tight. Black Danish people and thus merfolk can also genetically have red hair, but Spoiler alert, bring it back to the top. The character of Ariel is a work of fiction. So after all this is said and done, you cannot get past the fact that choosing the incredible, sensational, highly talented, gorgeous Halle Bailey is anything other than inspired casting uh, because she doesn't look like, like the cartoon one. Oh boy, do I have some news for you. So Disney's basically saying through Freeform, hey, get over it. We've got it. We like it. We're doing it. 
again, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. I actually need to go and listen to some Halle Bailey music. And I will tell you that every time I say the word Halle Bailey, I hesitate for just a second because I want to say Halle Berry. Apparently, Halle Berry on Twitter actually said that she supports this decision. Jody Benson, who is the original voice of Ariel, has supported this decision as well. So, I mean, it's one of those things that if you don't like it, I'm sorry. It's going to happen. You can just choose to go not to go. Uh, final bit of news here. The police have investigated a violent fight between a family at Disneyland. I don't know if you've seen this, and I don't recommend you going to find it. I'm not going to link to it. You can find it online if you want to, but there is a fight that happened at Disneyland. Uh, somewhere over in Toontown, of all places, there were some people happened, People that were not getting along. There was a man and a woman, and they kind of went at it. There was hair pulling. There was punches thrown. People were knocked down. There was a woman in a scooter, I think, that was with the group. She was knocked over. It was a mess. It was awful. Uh, dozens of bystanders closely watching. There's a few people that tried to walk in and kind of help, but it didn't, you know, it didn't really work because there was too much going on there. Kid, parents were pushing their kids away, trying to get their kids back. It was a mess, and I think one of the uh, one of the things that really Disney's getting, getting criticized for is the fact that the security did not show up until well into the fight. You can watch the video, and the security did not show up until later. Of course, Disney has said we don't condone this kind of behavior, and that makes sense because why would they? In response to, Dis- to guests' concern regarding the altercation at Disneyland, any type of violence is inexcusable and will not be tolerated. Those involved were immediately removed from the premises and turned over to the Anaheim Police Department. So that's Disney's, uh, Disney's opinion on the fight itself. I'm sure some of you hearing this will probably go find it. Just know there is some strong language in it, so please don't have your kids in the car when you're listening to it. It's, it's a fight, so it is what it is. And lastly, Country Bear Jamboree has been saved. I know a lot of people were really upset about their, this rumor that was floating around, and I'm not going to address where the rumor came from or how it got started or whatever, but there was this news bit that got out there that the Country Bear Jamboree was in danger, and it was going to get replaced by this uh, Toy Story puppet show kind of thing. Now, if you watch Toy Story 2, you will see that Woody kind of discovers his origins. Woody's Roundup, it's an old show from the 50s where they have like puppeteers and marionettes basically telling the story and he watches the black and white show and he's all excited because, wow, look at me. Uh, they were going to do something like that in the Country Bear you know, Jam Theater. Well, uh, whether, whether Disney was going to do that and then there was such a strong response they pulled back on it or whether it was never going to happen, either way, Disney has come out and said, hey, we're safe, we're good, everything's fine which I am very relieved about, by the way, because you know what? I love the Country Bear Jamboree. I don't know if this was, this rumor was true. It may have been something that was kind of floated out there by Disney to certain people who got it out there, and then Disney was kind of stepping up to see exactly how this would be reacted to, and the reaction was not pleasant. It was not a pleasant reaction at all. People did not like this decision. Even people who don't like the Country Bear Jamboree were saying this is, this is a terrible decision, and I saw that on Twitter and on Facebook and other social media. People were saying, you know, I'm not a big fan of Country Bear Jamboree, but I don't know that I I don't think this is a good idea. Personally, I love the Country Bear Jamboree. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you some sounds of Disney. Here's about 30 seconds of the Country Bear Jamboree. The band band bands will play now in the good old key of G. Zeke and Zim, Ted, a friend of our name, Tennessee. Zeke's twanging on banjo and a tapping with his feet. A banging on a dish pine with a real old country beat. 
is in the Magic Kingdom, and it is to be a hidden gem. I know a few people who this is their favorite attraction completely. And it's always fun, too, because you can meet Big Al, and you can meet a few of the characters, Liver Lips and a few others, around Country Bear. Sometimes they're out and about and walking, and it's not like a like Mickey Mouse meet and greet where you have to go get in line for it. You just walk up, and you get a picture, and kind of take your turn. And it's really cool. I met Big Al a couple of times, and I met Liver Lips, which was awesome. So, yeah, Country Bear Jamboree, it's safe. It's going to be here. And, of course, the Tiki Bird room is also safe as well. There was some rumors on that. Uh, and uh, Tiki Bird's safe as well. Disney has come out and said, hey, you know what? We're not we're not, we're not, not dropping this stuff. Tiki Bird, Country Bears, it's all good. It's all safe. Don't worry about it. So that's the show today, folks. It's a quick show. Like I said, after giving you hours and hours and hours of wonderful entertainment over the last few weeks, I figured I would just give you something for a, for a quick commute or a, fi- a quick gas stop. Find me online. You can find me online, magiconadollar.com. That's the website. Go on Facebook, Disney on a dollar. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, Magic on a dollar. I try to I, I try to post on all three platforms daily. Uh, sometimes two of them will be the same. I very seldom post something the same across all three of them unless it's really big news. And so I do try to keep the variety up. So, you know, hey, if you only subscribe to one, you're going to miss part of the fun. You like that slogan? I might go with that. Put that on the business card, shall we? Uh, of course, I have a podcast on Mondays called My Kids Got the Autism. I just started it a few weeks ago. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on cloudsonmycoffee.com. I click on the podcast tab. You can find this podcast, magiconadollar.com. Click on the podcast tab as well. Uh, find preview shows as well. And I think there's a lot of good stuff that we've had going on in the last, uh, you know, the last however many episodes we've done here. Of course, the Deucecast movie show, it's a review show. It's a movie show. It's a show about movies and actors and actresses. Me and a couple of guys, a couple of knuckleheads getting together and talking about movies. We just dropped an episode that kind of gives a review on Spider-Man Far From Home, gives a review on Toy Story 4, on some of the other non-Disney films like Midsummer, uh, some older movies as well. I think we talked about The Goodbye Girl, and How to Train Your Dragon, Chapter 3, Volume 3, whatever it's called. All that's on there as well, so go find that, thedeucecast.com. All of this is on Apple Podcasts, many of these on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, things like that. Thank you so much for listening to the show, for getting the update, and uh, you can email me if you want, podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, love to hear your take on things. What did I get right? What did I get wrong? So that's the show, folks. We will see you next week. You guys, have a great week, and don't forget, thank a Phoenician. Thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar, Facebook at Disney on a Dollar, and of course, magiconadollar.com. See you real soon.